T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I I they both have great point get off me text line uh, he's truly one of a kind that is wow oh my god and he's doing a great job i okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say i mean you're doing a great job and together they are stiny and guru yeah. on 95 7 the game hey here we are that F.P. Santangelo, who is riding shotgun with me early and often until 2 p.m. is for the Niner fans that are rejoicing in a big-ass comeback win that transpired Saturday at Levi's 24-21, and the San Francisco 49ers will now host the Detroit Lions this Sunday, F.P., at 3.30 And I got to tell you, it'll be the third NFC Championship game that the Niners have been in. Uh, Put one up for Kyle. And that game, I'm just going to throw it to you because I told Stani, and the people want to know where Stani's at. He's getting ready for his procedure, so he'll be back soon. FP holding it down with me. But I got to be honest and hold myself, FP, to a standard. I said in that same seat you were in last week that – I don't care what the score was, Steiny and all the listeners. I'm going to come in here because Green Bay didn't have that star power. The Niners had been off, so there'll be rust. There's nothing to see here. But it's going to be hard, my friend, to, to, to not talk to you about some stuff I saw. But it shouldn't matter, right, because the Niners won Good morning. How you feeling, dude? It's great to be here, man. Thanks, <laughs> FP. Thanks for having me on yeah. today. I got a little, I got a little raspy voice because I was screaming at the TV <laughs> at a bar you. on Saturday watching the game, and I lost my voice. It had to be packed, though, but, right? But it was packed. Okay. We had a good time. I was at bus stop in the marina on, on Saturday, checking it out. Give him a little plug right now. Absolutely. Um, here's the thing, like, did if you can advance. On your very worst day mm. in the playoffs, Th- that's my take on it. Like we can talk about like how you're worried the Lions are playing well. I told all my buddies take the Packers in nine or ten. It's a lock. Oh, I mean, I mean, I was take, on the other side. Just, yeah. ta- just take them. Uh, and and if you, if you can play your absolute worst game of the year against a team that's fairly hot, right? With love, the yeah. quarterbacks no are locked doubt. in. They yeah. just they just beat the they just beat the Cowboys, and you play your worst game and you win and you advance like that. That's your close call. Like, that's how you win championships. So while Brock Purdy, whatever, his hands in the ring. Yeah. And I, here's the thing. It with, is weird, but he, he won. It, it is weird. I, I didn't like the glove. Like, don't change the anything. Michael like, Jackson. Yeah, the Michael Jackson glove. I'm, I'm, t- I'm tweeting. The like, glove. Bro, you haven't, worn the, you, you haven't worn the glove all year. You don't change things. <laughs> I didn't the, like it. You're at right. the biggest game. Yeah. I understand the grip and the hands and the. The whatever, but what, he relies on timing, right? Like all of the, he, it's not like he has a cannon. He throws to a space. He throws to yeah. a spot. So if I'm a receiver, and you know, I, I was all city in high school, so listen to what Look I have to my say. Guy. Here. No, I'm joking. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> but but like, if if it's a wet surface, and you you can't like cut, you have to round out your routes. Like where I want to plant my foot and really dig in if I'm Ayuk or whoever. Like so, if you're rounding out your routes. And it's a timing thing, and you're used to putting the ball in a certain place, and I have to round my route instead of, like, dig my foot in mm-hmm. and plant. Now that whole timing thing is thrown off. 
He threw some grenades, man. He really did. And he looked. He looked the one to Kittle. I was like, here we go. That's it, FP. It's about to be blowout city. He, he looked nervous. He looked scared. He did. And I'm like, wait, why would you be? You won a, a playoff game last year. I mean, you've been you in the situation. You won two yeah. playoff games last year. You've been in this situation before. So I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if I buy the nerves. You could do the rust thing. You could do the rain thing. But whatever, man. Good teams play ugly and win, and they found a and way there to get you go. done. No doubt, and we'll cover it all because, like I, like I said, I, I want to stay true to what I said about hey, you, there's 28 other teams, um, other cities that wish their team was pl- one of the final four that'll be uh, playing this Sunday, FP. But th- this is not the BCS. It's not how pretty it looks. But I hold the Niners, and I have held this team collectively to a standard. And the defense, one of the highest-paid defensive fronts, you know, I expected them to just wreak havoc on young Jordan Love. That didn't happen. But at the end of the day, you know what happened, FP? As much as I want to sit here and start there, I won't. They held Green Bay to field goals. And that's why Green Bay didn't win the game. When the 49, however you look at it, I know they didn't get a lot of pressure on uh, young Jordan Love, but when it was go time, including that last drive after the 50-yard run from Aaron Jones, FP, I got a different computer in my brain. I thought the game was over because I assumed Green Bay was going to score and go up 11. But the Niners held. However you say they held, oh, Green Bay didn't do this or do that. But that was the one constant and theme that I had from the Niners defense, even the fourth and one. For all the people that say it was a bad spot, the Niners kept defense, kept holding to get them in a situation to where when they got that ball down for a touchdown could win it. They, they clutched up when they had to clutch up. They clutched up. up. But hey, here's the thing. Like, I watched it with my son on Saturday, and I turned to him right away, and I That's said. That's not a good thing. I saw your tweet. We watched the last but game the we watched together. the curse is over. We, we watched the All Eagles right. game together last year. We watched the <laughs> NFC Championship game. But I turned to him, and I said, early in the first quarter, I said, we're in trouble. And he said, why? I go, I don't watch the play. I watch the line. And, and the Packers Seven were dominating. Seven and a half minute drive. No, no. They, they were dominating the line of scrimmage. Yes. Like offensively and defensively, and that scares me. And that's what I always go to early in the game. I'm not watching the ball. I'm not watching the plays. I'm, you know, I'm watching Brock Purdy, and I was yeah. a little bit worried because he was, like I said, he was throwing knuckleballs all over the place. But like I'm watching the line play, and that's where you go first. And the, and the Packers dominated that all day long. So I think the way the Packers ran the football against the Niners, the, the Lions are a physical team. Obviously, Jared Goff is playing the best football of his life with the most confidence he's ever played. Great coach. He he, he struggles historically against the Niners. But the way the Lions are playing right now with their swagger and their momentum and their physicality on both sides yeah. of the football, is it, it's making me nervous. I, I told, we, we got a big discussion with my buddies last night, and I'm like, take, take the Lions in seven. Is the yeah. Lions seven right now? I would say take the Lions right now because I'm, I'm worried. And they're like, no, that was their one clunker. They're going to stomp the Lions because I think our mentality is it's the Lions, right? Yeah. But, like, it's not the Lions that we they think won the, of. If Green yes. Bay can take you 15 rounds, why wouldn't you think Detroit can do more? They're a better team. Okay, no doubt. And you can't play like you played this Sunday and win, obviously. So they got maybe they got the clunker out of the way. There you go. And that's all I'm thinking. Yeah, and if you're a 49er fan, I mean, I'm envious. I, I got to be like that just to myself. You have to be ecstatic. You can critique, and we're here for you, 888 FP and Guru holding it down. But there's so much to this game and so many different uh, spots, FP, that I thought, okay, they're really in trouble. But I'll say this, and I heard the morning guys, and they touched on it a, a, a whole lot. You know, I don't know what you think of Christian McCaffrey, but FP, he is arguably your best player. And I felt like with conditions being what they were, you know what? If you lose, let's lose feeding the hog. And I felt like Kyle got away with that. And maybe it's the trust that we didn't see that he didn't have for Jimmy Garoppolo. But, man, the Niners looked like uh, they had Peyton Manning back there, all the empty sets to where, you know, it, to me it's trust. It's Kyle trusting um, Brock Purdy to make the right decision. But you're right. There were a lot of Daffy. Oregon's Anaheim, a lot of ducks uh, in that rain. And I'm sitting here like, man, they were open. But you got a different game this week. There won't be rain. So shouldn't we just, should Niner fans just put that concern about the wet ball and the hand size away because it should, there shouldn't be any rain in the forecast? I mean, the best thing is Debo's 50-50. If Debo Good plays, God, it's a different I'm, story. Oh, man. And, and once he went out, now if I'm the Packers, I'm just locking in on McCaffrey, and I'm making Brock Purdy beat me. 
So now you're losing your options. And, and, and 98 I, hard yards. Everybody was screaming, run the ball where I was at. Everybody you can run the ball, run the ball. But if you just run CMC and that's all you do, you're, you're, I don't think you're going to just run it down their throat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that defensive line for the Packers was amazing. So you, you still had to be creative and you still had to think of ways to win the game. But I thought Kyle was real conservative. And I think the reason he was conservative with the clock management at the end of the first half was he went back to old Kyle Shanahan with – um, with Jimmy G as his quarterback because he saw what Brock Purdy was bringing to the party. Wow. And now all of a sudden – Because it had that Jimmy feel. No it, shade it, it, Brock, it, it, but come on it, now. His play calling became conservative like it does or did mm-hmm. with Jimmy G because he, he was scared to take chances with Jimmy G. So you would see all these conservative play calling toward the end of the first half. And you're like, what are we doing? And that happened at the end of the first half. I don't think he had confidence in Brock Purdy. He saw the ball not coming out. He knows his own quarterback. He knows he has small hands. He knows, or whatever it is, yeah. he knows he can't grip the ball in the rain. He's watching. He he's watching what we're watching. So normally, where he's going to put with Brock Purdy, he's his play calling with Brock Purdy has been the best we've ever seen because he can just call any play and have confidence in it. He can close his eyes, dartboard a play on the sidelines, send it in, and he knows if Brock's going to get him in the right set, he's going to check to the right play, he's going to read the defense, he's going to check down to the right receiver. So now whatever play call I call as a head coach, I have confidence in it. Now all of a sudden he's seeing what we're seeing. He's seeing maybe a nervous Brock. Uh, Brock can't grip the ball. The receivers are rounding out their routes instead of cutting the routes and running them crisp and on time. And so he started to get conservative. He started to pull back. He was going for points instead of like – playing to win. I thought he was playing not to lose. I even tweeted it at the time. I'm like, if, if you play not to lose, wow. you're going to lose. No, no doubt about it. Almost like prevent defense. 49er fans, we are your sounding board. We want to hear from you because, FP, I don't know about you, but to me, forget Disneyland or Great America. That was a roller coaster of a game. I want to hear all your emotions. Call 888-957-9570. And the one thing you have to do when you call is be honest because there were junctures, and this is why we love sports there were junctures to where I was like all oh, like the Aaron Jones run for me I was like you're you're down four you need to stop this man's running for, but they they held up and last week I used the d word destiny and I said Steiny I feel like the Niners are a team of destiny that wasn't how you drew it up but maybe that's why the kick missed maybe that's why you were able to overcome the Debo injury so I just feel like this team is on a mission and you being the pro athlete of the show, you you know what it's like. I, I want the Niners to punch this ticket, FP, as far as a champion and Kyle, because three straight trips, four out of the last five to the NFC Championship game, coaches and, and, and fan bases would give their right arm for that. But my point is, at some point, you got to bring that home. You got to cash that check. So that's why I'm glad the Niners, yeah, it didn't look pretty, but like the guys in the morning kept saying, you live another day, and you got an opportunity to accomplish the ultimate goal, which is the Super Bowl. Dude, we get to see another game. On Sunday, it's the NFC Championship. It's going to be 66 and sunny is the forecast <laughs> no right now. Yeah. No, no Michael Jackson gloves <laughs> in the game. So, yeah, I mean, you, you just advance uh, any way you can. And sometimes it's just your time. I remember Tim Flannery Damn. said this back sometimes in the time. It's just your sometimes time. it's just your time. But then there's this big gorilla on their back, which is the NFC Championship game. And we get past this, but I'm wondering, like Niners fans today, like we were in this in where I watched the game with a bunch of people. Okay, the atmosphere. I don't know what it was like at Levi's. I would love to hear some. Monte said it was the loudest he ever. He was at the game. He ever heard it. Where, where I was, people were waiting to lose. Ooh, it was man. this. It was this kind of Paul cast over the there. whole place, and everybody was quiet. <laughs> I was looking at the people I was with. And I'm like, hey, man, there's a lot of game left. They're going to find a way to win this. But the signs were out. there, FP. Yeah. They, they were being real. Yeah. It's just everyone's waiting to lose. So, like, our Niner fans, like, anything but a parade on Market Street, is, is are we all just going to be like, fire Kyle Shanahan. This is terrible. What a terrible loss. If they lose to the Lions this week or if they get to the Super Bowl and lose. I feel like the expectations are so high right now because this team is so good that if they don't win a Super Bowl, Niner fans are just going to be pissed off. You know what? I love that, and I'm going to give you my thought after we take these calls because today is about you, the Niner fans, rejoicing in, in a big victory that keeps your season alive. Uh, alive. Let's start with uh, Steve in San Francisco. What's up, Steve? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Talk uh, to good us. To, uh, get, good to get online this morning. Hey, this is more of, I got a question, then I got a statement. The question is, 
Brock Purdy, when he goes back to pass, one thing that I noticed, like you see in steel shots and stuff, he doesn't switch the ball to the strings like most quarterbacks. He throws it how he gets it. So this time he'll, he'll be throwing the ball from the other side of the strings. Now, he throws some pretty spirals. I, I don't know if that's part of it, but that ball can slip out of your hands a lot more when you're not on the strings. So I'm, I'm, the question is, is that a, a correct statement or, or observation? Well, I'll just do this, and FP, you can speak to all the different batting stances and how you hold the bat, choke up or not, but it's got him this far, and I hadn't noticed that, but I guess what I'll say is up until the rain game and maybe the Cleveland game this season, I, I can honestly tell you I, don't, I hadn't heard a caller even talk about that. So I don't know what was going on with him gripping the ball and how he throws it, but the dude has been stellar up until, you know, yesterday, which was arguably his worst playoff game out of the three he's been in. Yeah, I, th- I thought Fox did a great job of it. Did you see that one replay where he, he, got, he got the snap? What are he, you doing? He put the ball in his left you hand. You can't do that! And he wiped his hand on his pants. Did you, you see that? Do, All did. in one and motion? And he got away with it. I was like, like what is he boy. doing? Like, that's telling you right there. And, I mean... I did play quarterback for a long time in, in high school, and I do have small hands. And whenever it was, what when school, it, whenever I went to Oak Ridge High School okay. in Colorado Hills, and uh-huh. I switched to receiver my senior year. But like my father was a high school football coach, so I grew up breaking down film. But I'm, I'm saying, like, as a quarterback with small hands, if you're looking on YouTube right now, I'm looking at his hand. I'm, I'm admitting this. Here real quick. You know what they say about, want to see you know they say about small hands? They don't look small, but I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Small gloves. <laughs> small gloves. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, we, I couldn't throw a wet ball. I mean, I, in, in, wow. and I don't think anybody, even with big hands, likes to throw a wet football. And you think in the NFL that they're wiping down balls and they're bringing new footballs in every play. But, like, I, I'm, not, I'm just not going to use that as an excuse. Yeah, like, you got to find a way. And Brock didn't do it either. He, well, you can't. Credit. You can't. I just – we keep it real here, 10 to 2. I, I just got – I keep thinking, like, had they not punched that – got it in on that last drive – it would be Armageddon. So I just want people, gurus telling you, have some perspective. Because there are some some things that, you know, you put under the concern column. But at the end of the day, you are in your third straight NFC championship with an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. And the last time, FP, I don't got to tell you this, that the Niners hosted the NFC championship game, bang, bang, they ended up playing the Kansas City Chiefs. We won't even talk about what happened in that game. They should have won it. Dude, who do you want in the AFC if they do win this week? We can't get ahead of this week. The Lions are going to be tough. You I know mean. what? When I knew we were getting busy like Arsenio Hall today. Who, I, who I, are you rooting for I, in the I'm Bills I'm going to tell you, I had a question for you. I was rooting for Lamar Jackson, but what Patrick Mahomes did and where I thought in the world had him and Andy at like it was over and it was rotten or not just his play was bad, but they were just like over – I was moved that they won that game. So I'm going to ask you before I answer, if he were a baseball player, Patrick Mahomes, who would he be? Because the dude is, he's special, man. And he made Tom Brady, if you're listening, this is no shade. Like, he's up there. Like, I want to say to you in the masses, he may be the best quarterback I've ever seen. Wow, that's a bold statement. Joe's the best quarterback I've ever okay. seen, period. Right. But what Patrick Mahomes is doing, and I watched that show Quarterbacks on Netflix. Oh, no, it was you see awesome, that? yeah. That's when I fell in love with this guy. He's just a champion. He's a winner. Like, the way he talks to his teammates, the way he calls a play, the way he improvises, just the, the mentality that he, he has, you can't teach. Mm. So he's got that intangible, plus the talent, plus the work ethic. Yeah. He's got everything. And I went from admiring Patrick Mahomes to, like, really loving this guy once I watched that That's show. You know, and he's got the baseball ties. He was a shortstop, and he kind of plays He plays quarterback like a shortstop. <laughs> All the different arm angles. Yeah. He's a great athlete back there. And I think uh, I think it's better that they're advancing. And we, we were getting into this discussion watching the game. Everybody I was with last night is sick of Taylor Swift. And I think it's great. I can't get enough. I can't get enough shots of her. I think it's great that she's bringing. What's great about she's it? She's bringing fans to a sport that would never watch the sport. Baseball needs well, a Taylor Swift. Baseball needs more eyes on the yeah. game. 
Anything that, that, that promotes the game what? and gets more eyes on the game. I'm in the minority in this take, by the way. Everybody I was with yesterday watching the game was like, come on, dude. We're sick of this. It's like sometimes no she's bigger than the game. No, just, she's just. Get it back on the players. Dude, I don't want to see her. She's a supportive girlfriend. <laughs> right. And maybe I'm just jealous because I've never had a supportive girlfriend. <laughs> and, and I'm seeing her up there, like, with, like, just, like, going nuts every time Travis Kelsey does something. And I'm like, that's badass. Like, that's she's awesome. all in, dude. She's invested. This isn't about the cameras. And like I said, it's growing the game and anything that grows the game, I'm all for it. Speaking of all in, let's go out to Dublin and welcome Jimmy to the program. Jimmy, what's up, baby? Hey, man, I'm good. How you guys doing, man? Hanging in there. Talk to us. Hey, man, I just want to say, man, the Niners got lucky, man. The dudes, man, hey, they dodged a bullet. You know what I mean? They was up with the ball, up seven, had a chance to put it away, did not, had a chance to make a field goal. Make it be seven, you know, and then it's kind of like it's almost scripted, man. I mean, love those to do with the ball, you know what I mean? And it tips off his hand, and then what do you know? Interception, you know what I mean? So, if they would have played any other team, you know what I mean? I don't think they would have gave that lead up like that and blew that game. And one more thing I want to say is, I agree, man. Taylor Swift, they show her more than they show the game. That's <laughs> wrong, <laughs> man. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, look, Simone, hey, hey, look, hey, look, Simone Bowles. Was at the uh, Niner Packer game because her dude, her dude played for the uh, Packers. Yeah, and they showed Simone Bowles for, for five seconds, man. They didn't give her, didn't give her flowers, read off no accolades or nothing. I, I, I honestly had a problem with that. But hey, but you guys have a good rest of your day, man. Hey, thanks, Jimmy. But I'll say this to Jimmy: what you just said, and it kind of hit me like some good cologne. Maybe that was their – they got their clunker out the way. This is the NFL, man. The, it ain't BCS. And I'm sitting here. I was nitpicking. I had 38-10, and I am like Shasky and Bonte this morning. Where is that pass rush? That's my biggest issue in the whole game is, oh, my God, if you let Jared Goff back there or Mahomes or Lamar, and real quick, we see what Lamar did already, but they won, FP. It's a tournament. So that's why I'm like, uh, it looks like the weather won't be what it was Saturday. So if I'm a Niner fan – you got that one out your system off of a buy that you needed. Now Debo's 50-50. That's kind of scary, but as far as you live, I'm going Friday, the movie Friday. I don't know if you see it. No, let's go. You live to another day. You know, and that's another game, and that's what you want from, from the 49ers. You want a hot take right now? Chase Young will not be a 49er next uh, year. Well, I don't even think that's a hot take anymore. I mean, he just, I'm watching him. He just he stands straight up. <laughs> he stands straight. I heard you this morning. But dude, you're he, right. He stands straight up. And, and he like, kind of watches the play go by, and he stops. Ron Rivera, they knew something before we did, but you are right. Because it was there. The check was blank, and it's like, man. But uh, to Jimmy's point, there were a lot of concerning um, things that the Niners, just from a team-wide aspect, had to deal with. But I, I want to point out one individual because I heard Shasky talk about Jawan Jennings, and he was great, and he made some big-time catches. But the catch to me, um, FP, I'm telling you, I don't think he got enough run. It was the third and five on the last drive, and I don't believe you a DB could have better coverage, and the ball was low, low to where it almost hit the ground, and Ayuk in a monsoon caught it and held on to it, and I know it wasn't for 50 yards, but we've kind of seen that type of catch from him to where the ball won't move. He has that little uncanny ability to kind of secure the catch. But that was a damn big play because I'm thinking, do they punt? Do they dare go for it? But IU came up with on a third and five on that last drive. I don't want to say the best ball placement but IU did his quarterback a favor, man, and kept that drive going. Do we watch the highlight reel? One-handed catches. The, the guy goes over the DB, makes a great catch. The hardest catch for a receiver on the run is right at your ankle. That's a, that's a hard string. one. He, that was sick. <laughs> it was. That, that was an underrated And the dude play. was on him. Yeah. Had to wish he'll wipe her hand, like, trying to knock it out. I said, boy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, so, so that last drive, Brock Purdy showed up. 
that last drive, Kyle Shanahan and his play calling showed up. Right. It was run the ball. Yeah. It was play action. It was quarterback sneaks. They went down the field methodically, and you just kind of felt it, right? Yeah, he You started feeling it, it building. Yeah, they needed The crowd it. felt it building. Yeah. Like, Trent Williams came in the huddle and said, like, this could Dude, be— Dude, I couldn't believe that. This could be the last drive we ever have of the season. Let's go. I and tried Brock, to rewind the game and see, when did he say that? I don't know, but right? Yeah, I tell you, no. And then Brock says, like, let's lock in. That's I mean, heavy with stuff. Six, what was it, 630 yeah, or something yeah. left to go in the yes, fourth? Sir. They realize that this is this is it. I like, our it. season is on the line right here. And he told and, no lies. And on the biggest stage, when he had to make the plays, when he had to make the calls, when the team had to get the job done, they did. So that was the heart of a champion. That's when, mm. that's when you saw the Niners show up. So whatever happened before that, yeah. it's tough as an athlete to flush things, especially Damn. on the biggest stage when you're in the only game on TV and your season's on the line and you know you're having a crappy game. Like, the hardest thing mentally – to do is to, if you make a bad play or you make a bad throw or you're sucking, basically, is to flush it. We're all sitting at home like it's a video game. We're all sitting at home like it's fantasy football and we'll just trade this guy, that guy. But, like, if, if you're in that situation and all the chips are pressed into oh, the man. middle of the table and you're having a bad day, it's easy for that thing to avalanche. It's easy for that thing to go upstairs. We, upstairs. Man. So to be mentally tough, like whatever you think of Brock and the hands and the rain and whatever he did, to like turn the page and flush it. I give him all the credit like, in the world, man. We used to always say flush it. It's easy to say flush it. When you're, I don't even know what football is like in front of 70,000, 75,000, and you're playing to get the, the NFC world championship, watching. the world yeah. watching, and things start going fast in your mind. You're like, that was terrible. That was terrible. That was a bad pass. That was a bad pass. That was a bad read. Blah, blah, blah. And things start to go super fast where it's like, like a hamster wheel, and the hamster wheel just starts spinning. And you got to get off that hamster wheel, have some sort of mental um, way of resetting. Wow. My, my, mine was, I always took my hat off. If I took my hat off, all the negative something that you all, took all, your hat off. All the negative thoughts and all the hamster wheel that was going fast. I would just let the kind of like the air out of the top of my head, and then I would press a button on my jersey that was an autopilot button, like that, like just let the plane fly itself. So you you have in the heat of battle when things are going south, you have to have you have to have the mental toughness. You have to have the mental training to be able to refocus, reset, and get the job done. I'm telling you, it's what separates good from great. Like the, the, the good athletes can't do that. The great ones, the, the upper echelon, the elite athletes have the ability when, I don't know, they hit a ball into the water on 16 and they're up by two strokes on a Sunday to be able to regroup into birdie 17, birdie 18 and win the tournament. Like That's just, beautiful yeah, stuff, yeah, man. It, it, That's it, his it, side it, stuff it, right it's, there. It's hard to do. Yep. And we don't realize that. We're just like, Brock sucks. They suck. What are they doing? What kind of play calling's going there? But like when you're in, it goes so freaking fast. Like, it goes so fast when you're in it. It's gotcha. easy to drink That's... a beer in the stands. It's easy to be in Green Lot and party and go in there and just be like, what the hell's going on? It's easy to sit at round table and throw yeah. your remote control at the yeah. TV while you're eating chicken wings. But, like, when you're doing it and you're in the middle of it and things start to go south, only the great ones, the mentally tough ones that are trained how to, how to react to that can flip the script. That's and big. I think Brock Purdy flipped the script. I appreciate that. We all do. FP and Guru holding it down right here until 2 p.m. A reminder, you can catch all four hours of Stani and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by the First NorCal Credit Union. I see all you guys in the chat. Uh, it's a party right now. FP, you're hitting me in the uh, the cardiac muscle because I will say this before we get to the calls, and, and the lines are packed here. People want to speak. I know. I always tell Steiny there's two scoreboards sometimes, and when I say that, I'm not being selfish. But sometimes reputations are on the line. Uh, some players have more equity than others, and some need it more than others. And I felt like the way that game played out, there were some Jimmy G vibes. Not his career; he's blown Jimmy G away, Brock Purdy. And I've been on that wagon, and I feel like he still gets hated on to this day because of draftism or where he was drafted. I still think a movie's coming. But my point is, he needed that drive to kind of stave off what would have come and what we would be talking about nationally, and especially here, Brock Purdy. And he got it, and he got it. And I don't think a lot of people are giving him credit for what you just broke down. He had to be mentally strong upstairs, not to say almost threw a pick in the first drive to Savage. That ball, that was just a bad read, but the guy dropped it, right? So you move on to another play. But for Brock never to be like, you know what, if I lose this, oh, my goodness, at home, 
He didn't do that. He went and got him in the end zone. In the fashion he did it, I was having thoughts. This is really negative, but I was having thoughts like, have the, 49, the, have the 49ers, do they need to find another quarterback for next year? You're like not if, the only one. If he, if he's that too, was on Twitter. Is this your franchise guy, question mark? He if, can't if, play in the rain. I didn't know. And then he, and then he, he took all the negative thoughts no, that, out of my head. That's a good feeling, man. It yeah. is real, and that's why we want to go to the phone lines just to get your thoughts. It's FP and Guru right here on Stani and Guru. Let's go out to Marin and welcome Jeff to the program. What you got, Jeff? What's up, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. So I, I, what FP just said and what you've been saying too, Guru, is exactly where I was at. I, I just thought this was like, you know, Brock's worst game, worse than the Ravens game, and I'll tell you why. Hmm. His strength has been his reading and seeing the field well, his anticipated throws, you know, and this game, he wasn't seeing the field well. There were plenty of times where, you know, he's holding the ball too long and he throws to somebody underneath, and you'd see it on TV. There was a, a Niner receiver that was wide open like another five yards down the field, which normally he sees that stuff. But and I had the same thing, like, at one point I'm watching with a bunch of friends at a cigar shop, and we were, like, on an emotional roller coaster, right? But, you know, he had his Montana moment. We're down a touchdown. He comes back, and he's like little mini Joe Cool, including the scramble run. The one thing I will tell you, I don't want to sound like Donnie Doom here, but you know what? We got to do a better job on defense. Yeah. I think we better spend, like, the first-round draft pick on a quarterback because Ambry Thomas ain't so much. I think we better get, like, a tackle for the future. Uh, and the other thing is this. Uh, you know, compared to what you're seeing on the AFC teams, I texted my brother, Liz, back in, in Baltimore. He's a Niner fan because we grew up here. But I, I said, you know, these AFC teams, when I was looking at the Ravens and the Bills and Casey. But pre- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Particularly Casey and the Ravens. They are better than both the Niners and the Lions, right? They just look better. And uh, I'm a huge Mahomes fan. I was calling up the Niners. I was emailing them in that draft, begging them to draft Patrick Mahomes. And then, you know, we could have traded back and still had him. I mean, that's history, but damn, excuse me, but, you know, Mahomes – and I think it's better than Lamar Jackson, who's having a great year, but yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Hey, we appreciate the phone call and the honesty. I mean, man, I, I don't know what that game didn't have. And I, I'll tell you what, everything that he had on the shopping list, FP, you're not going to get by this Sunday. You're not going to get a new tackle. You're not going to get a new corner. I am surprised that Green Bay and LaFleur went away from just, hey, you know what? 
Emory Thomas is having a problem with that yellow hanky and, and his mechanics. Let's keep going deep just to see. And they went away from that. And I thought that kind of bit him in the tail. Because, man, <laughs> that one deflating to the flag just, on the uh, deep plate. I don't know much about football, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't tackle a guy while the ball's in the air <laughs> if you're a DB. And also, that was a great call. No, right. And okay. I want okay. – just I'm going to take a quick shot at him, though. Like, do you think the Niners read their emails and they're like, oh – this guy just emailed us and said, draft this guy. And that's how they do it. No, but they, that's a passionate fan. And he knew what he was talking about. Yeah, no doubt. And I'll tell you what, he gave us his ranking list about if you think the AFC is better, you know, obviously now it's Kansas City, Baltimore, FP are, you know, better than Detroit. It doesn't matter because Vegas had the line at nine and a half. You asked earlier, Spadoni let me know it started out at seven for this game. It's down to six and a half. But I'm telling you, my friend, I just thought this was going to be 38-10. to And I still can't share with you all. I haven't processed it to the point to where, and I got a weird fetish. I like to watch the games again. And That's That's not a weird fetish, dude. You know, it's just fun, man. So you don't see a lot of different things. Stani's like, you need to get a book. I'm like, who the hell are you? If you look at at feet pictures all day, that's a weird fetish. Like watching the game again is not a weird fetish. Yeah, I ain't into feet. Rex Ryan, I never. (laughs) Don't don't talk about that. (laughs) I was like, oh, boy. But, FP, I will say this. Detroit's coming in here, and you got me thinking. I know today's not the day for it. But if Green Bay did that, I'll just say this. The Niners need to get in the lab this week so that clunker or slow start doesn't happen. I'll leave that there. Yeah, but you didn't give the Packers any credit going on the road in Dallas and just crushing the Cowboys. I got a lot of allegiance to the team with the star. I'm a fan. You didn't even know that about your boy. I didn't. It was the biggest uh, uh, win by default, so I thought it was a collective failure. It was half quit. It was half finger pointing. So I didn't give any credence to what Green Bay had really done. Now I know they are a team of the future. Like, that was impressive. But it, but will you agree the Lions are better than the oh, Packers? There's no doubt, and that's why I'm t- I keep okay. reading it, hearing people call in like, "Oh, Green Bay's b- no, Detroit's better than Green Bay." FP. Yeah, they're way better, no doubt. It, it, right. So it's not going to get easier, is my point. Yeah, and six and a half is a lot. But then then you go to so where my mind is playing tricks on me. Sixty six, ghetto boys, shout out ghetto boys. Six, six to sixty six and sunny. And all, all, everybody I talked to, Back I was to with normal. like five Niner fans last night, and they're all like, they think the Niners roll this week. They think the Niners stomp them by 20. That that was their hiccup. Uh-huh. The weather's going to be nicer. It's the Lions. I was disagreeing. I was being a contrarian. I was like, no, I, I will take the Lions. It was seven last night. It's six and a half now. I said, I'll take the Lions and the points. And the Lions, e- e- even without the points, if you might just talk about straight up. I mean, they're, they're, they're the most confident bunch. They're playing the best football. Jared Goff is letting it rip. I mean, I'm letting mean, it rip miles down the field, not these little dink and dunks. Like, I mean, laser Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. He's throwing the ball downfield. They got receivers and they got a two headed monster in regard to the, in regard to their running game. But why was their running game so effective against this Niner team? Those are I'm waiting for Baldy's breakdowns. Those are where the experts come in and let me know. What Chase Young, and I'm not just putting it, Eric Armstead was back FP, so I thought the run defense was going to be stout. Aaron Jones and the Packers shoved it down the Niners' throat, and to go on a seven-and-a-half-minute drive to only get three, that saved the Niners, so kudos to the D. But if it wasn't for Greenlaw or uh, 54, my goodness, there's no telling what would have went down. Did you, did you feel the small earthquake yesterday in San Francisco when all of us were yelling, get down? To Dre Greenlaw, what do you think? Dude, was what was he doing? Well, I guess Fred told him before <laughs> yeah, the game, like, you, right. oh, we, I want to pick six out of you. But dude, maybe in the first quarter, we were all screaming, "Get down!" The whole Bay Area was screaming, "Get down!" And he's running around like a chicken with his head <laughs> cut off. And we're like, "What is he doing? And where what are, are you what, going? Where are you going? What are you, you doing? You got enough points, the dog. Game, the game is down. over. Just go." We were yeah. all, everybody was screaming, "Go!" I think it registered like four point two. That's pretty good. Let's go out to Sacktown and welcome Steve to the program. Uh-oh, Steve, you got a player on your mind. What's happening, man? Yes, sir. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Now, I've been listening since 8 o'clock this morning. There you go. And the three big problems we have that a lot of people have not mentioned at all. I've been a 49er fan for the last 40 years. Number one, number 20. If they don't replace number 20, 
Detroit is going to win. Oof. That's number one. Number two, our special team need to take care of the problem. You cannot let that happen again. Guys, when they get the punt, the special team has always been a problem with the Niners anyway. And then number three, our, our defensive, those guys supposed to rush the quarterback. We did not see that at least one time. That, Jordan Love yeah. was not even sacked not one time. And that, that is going to be a problem. Goff is going to be picking on number 20. It really surprised me. They took him out after the 15-yard penalty that he grabbed the guy. And then a few minutes later, they put him back. Well, so uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to do, but they definitely had to replace him. I thought we got rid of Weatherspoon. Number 20 must be related to Weatherspoon. Well, I'll tell you what. We appreciate the phone call, FP. I don't know more, or I don't claim to know more than the coaches. They had Thomas out there because they thought they saw a light, you know, in the last few games. But if he's out there at the start of a playoff game on a quest to win the Super Bowl, they don't, have, they don't feel they have anybody better. Now, uh, that's not saying they can't make a change, but if you're doing that at this juncture, I don't think that's good for continuity. And it is what my pops used to say, son, you dance with who you brought. And right now, I, I just don't see a scenario to where they come out at home against Detroit and Thomas is replaced, you think? No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I think he just got to play better. Yeah. He just looked like the stage was a little bit big for him. And he looked like he was playing young. So we'll see what – yeah, I'm sure if Jerry Goff and the Lions are going to go after him, but then he's going to know that. And then you just adjust your defenses accordingly to maybe some zones and, and, and less man. But they've been playing they've been playing better man-to-man lately, and that's that's when kind of the defense thing changed. Because Lenore's and balling. And, and, yeah. and then when Steve Wilkes came on the sidelines, remember that? Like everybody was talking about he was up in the booth. What are they going to do? He came on the sidelines. The defense started playing better. But they got manhandled in the running game. Dude, I'm all about the running game. The running game sets up everything. And the fact that the Packers, did the Packers were getting 8, 9, 12. From the outset, seven. yes. Saying, oh, my God. And then you're watching. I don't know if they were on skates. Is that an excuse? Because the, it was wet? Because there know. was. A, I don't I don't. How know. do you not have the. Can we Tell me if I'm off here. And you guys can. 888-957-9570. FP and Guru right here. Taking you up until 2 p.m. Recapping Saturday's big come from behind win. That's what I'll call it. Because Kyle Shanahan was 0-30, I believe. Uh, down four more points going into the fourth quarter. And they were down seven, FP. And uh, brought that baby home. But how can you be at home and yet you slip more than Green Bay did? Good call. That, I just don't get that. Like, this is your side. So whoever's in charge of the cleats, and then it looked like a footlocker during the game, Fox caught. Oh, I was like, oh, brother. But the Niners were <laughs> slipping more than Green Bay. I thought that was odd. You, you, you ever drive? I mean, living on the East Coast for 11 okay. years and coming back here, and it rains, and the way people drive around here, like it's snowing and sleeting. It's rain, bro. We panic. Like, it's rain. People are going 20 miles an hour. I'm like, it's rain. You are not going to slide off the road unless you're doing like 80. So maybe the Niners play football the same way Californians drive in the rain. Man. But they're just not used to it. Can I share with you before we go grab this, uh, this call, Philmo Mike in the city, uh, one of our favorites. I'm being honest. I have not gotten over the way that the Baltimore Ravens, and I know it's about Saturday, and I'm going to tie it in, came to uh, Levi's and did what they did. And they kind of tricked and baited Brock Purdy. Now, I I mentioned the Savage pick, which should have been a pick six. There were two other throws that could have been picked off. So, FP, it wasn't a weather-related game then, but I had flashbacks of that game and how the Raven guys caught those interceptions in the end zone. So, moving forward, do you just chalk this up as – is they were tricking Brock too, or is this something Detroit and possibly if they beat Detroit, you see that same Baltimore team or, or Kansas City? I say all that to say is I'm a little nervous now. He's not Jimmy Garoppolo. I wouldn't insult him like that. But now when he throws the ball, FP, I got to be honest, I, I, I haven't gotten over just Saturday like, oh, my gosh, that, that could have changed the fortune of the game. So where are you at? How, do you just throw that out, nothing to see here? No, dude? no, no, you don't throw that Ooh. out. You, you, you absolutely embrace that. And I think 
so many times with Brock this weekend, he was throwing like 84 mile an hour fastballs. It just wasn't, he wasn't spinning it. It wasn't coming out. And I don't, he said spinning it. He wasn't spinning it. And that's the way he looked early in the season when I didn't, didn't think his arm was fully healed yet. And it took his arm time because anytime you have a surgery, it takes about a year to the day where you just don't think about the surgery anymore. Because even if doctors are telling you everything's okay. Uh, you still have that doubt in the back of your head, like, can I let it rip? Yeah. Is it going to go? Is it going to blow? And then once you get past that, I, so there was like, I remember Troy Aikman on one of the broadcasts saying, like, Brock Purdy told me his arm isn't 100% yet. Uh, and, why do I remember that? And, and I, was, I was saying it before Troy Aikman said it on the air. And then I was like, why is Brock Purdy even telling Troy Aikman that? So now Troy Aikman's telling the world that. So now teams can, like, break on balls and play underneath and undercut routes and just because they know Brock Purdy's. I mean, you could see it. The velo wasn't there. He was not spinning it early in the season. Then all of a sudden his arm strength, I think with the bye week, after they lost three in a row, his arm strength, he needed that rest. He's like a pitcher. He needed that rest. Then he started spinning it, and he was making some throws. And I'm like, okay. But then – Saturday was back to maybe it's because of the weather. Yeah, I got to believe the grip had something or the lack of grip. I was I was screaming from the first play. He's got a glove on. What's he got a glove on? And and it, it took the broadcast I don't know a good half a quarter to figure it out. Aaron Andrews did a nice report on why he was wearing it that he had worn it earlier that the grip is issue. But just it was bothering me because like players will tell you like we got here because of this reason. Like I've I've heard speeches in the locker room like hey we got here. We're in the playoffs. Don't change anything. No like doubt. If you go out at night till 2 in the morning, right. go out at night right. till 2 in the morning. Don't, like, all of a routine. sudden get routine. your eight hours sleep. Because yeah. now, just what I'm saying is, like, if, like, say you just dye your hair because it's the playoffs. Now you're, you're, you're giving the playoffs more emphasis thing to deserve. The reason Derek Jeter won all the rings is because he was just playing baseball games in October where everybody else was playing playoff games. Impressive. in the playoffs. So if you do anything different from your routine for the postseason, you're giving the postseason way more credit than it deserves. Obviously, there's built-in pressure. Obviously, you know that, that, that you want to win a ring and that your season's on the line. It's lose or go home. But like if you do anything that differentiates from what you did all season long, then, then you're, you're telling everybody that, oh, God, I'm in the playoffs. No, no doubt. And something's going because the glove, before we grab film on Mike, it was symbolic. It let me know something was going on, and as you mentioned earlier, upstairs. Because you, you know what I mean? Like, if it was just, hey, some drizzle or whatnot. But when I saw the glove, I'm like, uh-oh, that might not. And then it didn't work out. Then he was ditching it. Then he had it back on. But it, when it was all said and done, the Niners are victorious 24-21. Let's go out to uh, Filmo Mike. Let's see what he has to say. What's up, Mike, baby? Hey, what's up with it, man? Talk to us. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, 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 I knew it wasn't going to be that close of a game. I don't think I gave a prediction last week, but I, I had a feeling it was going to be 38-10. But I just want to say this. We're looking at it, a lot of fans, to me, we're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Mm. I love that game. I love that game. And that's what you call complimentary football. That was a team win. FP was talking about earlier, he said, man, you know, when you're down and things are not going bad, you feel me, you have to, like, lock in and you got to get it back. Well, football is a hard sport to do that in. You know why? Because 22 guys have to lock in. It ain't like basketball, Gary, Curry, LeBron. You feel me? And do that stuff. Yeah. Everybody got to be on the same accord. So that's a plus. That's a great thing. We won in the rain, okay? They said that was a problem. Purdy, Max uh, Shanahan couldn't come back. They said that's a problem. So we keep overcoming all these barriers. Debo didn't play the whole game. They say, oh, we can't play with Debo. You got to throw a curveball. So all these things are going to prove that that's why we're ready to, you feel me, for the playoffs. That's why we're ready to win the Super Bowl, I feel. It's a good thing we went through this and we conquered it. Last point. Narratives are a very weird thing. For whatever reason, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, they didn't get lucky with the missed field goal from the dude in the fourth quarter. Oh, Mahomes is this. Oh, Mahomes wow. is that. Wow. Everybody keeps saying the Niners got lucky. Yeah, well, well, we did get lucky. Well, guess what? Luck is a part of football. It's an option. Balls bounce. The dude hit the ball in the Buffalo game on a one-yard line. Who could imagine that happening? It go back for a touchback. It's a lot of luck involved, man. So cut the narrative with uh, we got lucky. That was skill. 
22 players coming together. They never done it before. Now they got the confidence to go ahead and win this Super Bowl, man, and beat the Lions. Wow. Good call, Mike. Dude, luck is winning the lottery. Yeah. Well, I wish. I knew what that was you like. Know, I, I get mad when people say, oh, you're so lucky to play in the big leagues. No, but you not, are. Not, nothing lucky about you it. You are. Man. You're, you're lucky to do this show. You busted your ass. No, I, I be believe that. This show, but that's a did, did, Hey, Matt Deegan, honestly, I love you. But uh, MLB game, taking BP. And you being one of the one percent yeah, like stop, top stop, 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 Oh, FP, come on! Stop. I'll say this, and, and I've, I've said this to my buddies, and I'll say it again. So gather around the radio right now and listen to my horse crap voice on the air. Championships are hard; like it's hard to advance. Mm-hmm. We think we, we were all nervous and we had anxiety. Guess what? Put your helmet on, <laughs> buckle your chin strap, because this is what the playoffs are all about. It's not going to every Niner fans want them to win by forty and then beat the Lions by 40 and win the Super Bowl by 40. Mm. That ain't going to happen, yeah, no. man. This is the playoffs. There's going to be ups and downs. If you can't handle it, don't watch. Turn off the TV. But everyone's like, oh, my God, the Niners suck. Oh, my God, that was the worst game ever. They freaking won, bro. Yeah, They're they did. They're playing the NFC Championship this game. They're one win away from the Super Bowl and going to Vegas, and then another win away from a parade right here on Market No Street. doubt. And I want to – man, you're on fire. Let you me do just – hour segment with my voice. Can, no, we, can we take a break? You can I come up for it's air? Coming. It's coming. It's coming. Well, hey, I'll tell you this. Mike said the narrative. Tell me what you get. You give me 10 cents for this take. I don't want to call Kansas City the NFL version of the Chicago Bulls, but they are in the middle of of what I call it, especially now with the salary, salary cap, kind of a dynasty. The fact that they have two Super Bowls, doesn't the narrative kind of naturally change when you've done it before? So then when things happen that go your way, that could be called a fluke, it's kind of like the Michael Jordan, well, he really didn't turn it over. Where the Bulls were known to come back. So when you do it more like the Chiefs have, more than the Niners, maybe you get that benefit of the doubt that, oh, the Niners were lucky he missed a kick. And Mike's right. The same thing happened with Buffalo, but that was something Kansas City did, if you kind of catch my drift. Yeah, because they've been there, done that. And that's all, a couple of times. But it, his point was valid. But, I mean, th- think to, um, I think you take the Warriors and basketball out of it because I think in basketball of all sports, it's just, you know, it's it's more the, the skill than the luck. Okay. Like, do you think NBA If you got champion, the best players, you're going to win a championship. Eight, nine out of ten times. But I think in baseball and football, luck's involved. It's man. middle, man. The, the best team doesn't always win yeah. the championship, especially in baseball. Yeah. And it happens in football, too. And that's why I, I need a I need a Ricola, dude. Yeah, no, it's coming. Let's go out to uh, one of my favorite cities, San Diego, and welcome Devin to the program. What's up, Devin? Morning. Good morning, fellas. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Now, I just, I just want to get at what FP was saying about the playoffs. You know, with that, I want to say you watch these other games and you see these other teams. One thing I didn't see yesterday is or two days ago was that playoff speed that these other teams are playing with. And I think that's a big thing I'd like to see from this team as we talk about the D-line. But with that said, you know, watching Ambry Thomas go out there, it reminded me of if you watched that Browns game, there was number zero on their defense, Greg Newsom. Ambry Thomas did not look like he belonged in that league. He looked like a high school DB out there, and I'm not even talking about the P.I. call. So that's worrisome for me. Wow. The last thing, the last take I got on that game, fellas, is what is going on? We had no rotation of bats. No Elijah Mitchell, no Mason, nobody. It was McCaffrey the whole game. I wanted to see a little mix and match to, you know, see if we can bring a different take a couple plays. Yeah, appreciate the phone call, Devin. I'll say this, McCaffrey only had 17 carries. I don't know if in a game that you, you described, FP, as is, is, is messed up conditions and, and grimy, uh, 24 total touches for McCaffrey. To me, that wasn't good enough. Kyle should have saw or known that the conditions were bad and his QB was having trouble with, with Glovegate. So you feed the beast more. But on top of that, I just felt like Kyle before halftime – Took his foot off the gas. Like, what was that about? Like, you, he, I felt like he was playing for a field goal as opposed to guns blazing. Let's get seven here and did Nipsey hustle, a rest in peace, and double up and get, get a touchdown coming out of halftime. But he was very pedestrian. So that I didn't know if that maybe he was tightening up too. He, no, he wasn't tightening up. He was watching what was going on. And he, <laughs> he went back to like Jimmy G days where he's going to be conservative wow. toward the end of the first half because he saw Brock Purdy. And what was going on, same way we saw it. So instead of being a gunslinger and like just calling whatever play, wow. let's go for wow. seven, let's go for six, 
he decided to play for points in the field goal. I don't think McCaffrey was healthy. I don't think he's healthy. Now, that's interesting. I, don't, that I think his calf is, is still j- jacked up, and he had the Theragun going on the sidelines the whole game. When you see, like, FP, you know what? Because I thought about had he been kind of PO'd, and the Niners do got a great culture. You never hear anybody complain uh, in front of the cameras. But I'm like, you know what? If that was too much or not enough workload for him on that stage, we would hear something about it. And he kind of was okay with it. So maybe they know something we don't. Because best believe, had they not, and they earned the bye, I don't know if McCaffrey plays if the Niners had to play in a wild card round the way that that calf was feeling. Let me, let me, let me put this to you. It, 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 everyone was saying you need to run the ball more and more McCaffrey. But if you just run McCaffrey every single play and on the Packers defense, and now Debo's out. And so, they were pounding them. So now I don't to have to ground. worry about one weapon's taken away. I can really focus on McCaffrey, lock him down, and make Brock Purdy beat me. And I think that's what they did. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's go out to uh, Sam in Oakland, the town. What's up, Sam? Hey, how you guys today? Thanks for taking the call. You know, look, a, a win's a win, especially in the playoffs, but shooting any time in the NFL, right? Uh, it's hard to get a win, so I'm, I'm encouraged. And, and I will say this. I saw something that at the end, that last drive, Purdy was just standing taller. His, his feet were quieter, and he just had this aura of confidence about him that I think just something clicked. He turned, he turned a corner there at the end, and I think that's going to carry forward. So right. I'm encouraged. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. And, FP, that's all that matters. If he's on to something, how did you finish the game? Did we win? And Purdy took him down there uh, and got the uh, touchdown. So he said he was standing tall. His feet were quiet. I like that. And they scored. So, again, a lot of other fan bases wish they were where the Niners are at. I mean, you talk about four of the last five Games before the Super Bowl, which are the NFC Championship game, the 49ers have been in it, and the last three you've been in it. So this one's at home. And, again, I just, I'm just i on the sideline just like if I'm a Niner fan, depending on how old you are, FP, I mean, who's got it better than you in regard to playing big games or the games that you lose – to get to the big dance is right before you know you punch a ticket. I would scream nobody if I could. Who's got it better than you? Well, Kansas City, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, you're only as good as your last drive. Brock, Brock Purdy stepped up at the biggest moment of the game. He was having a terrible he game. Needed. It takes. He, I, it's hard to articulate. I tried to early about how much mental toughness that takes. Yeah, and I got to tell you, you got me thinking about was any of that coming out of his? Uh, was he losing some of that confidence? Because I'm sitting there watching him on the sideline, and FP, I keep I'm gonna be redundant today with this. I can't get over the pick, the would be pick six to Savage, like that was just I don't know what he saw. Was he just throwing to a spot? But that was one of those high school you talked about it. That was just that was a bad read. That might have I might have been in the tank, but I'm, that's why I'm not in the NFL. And to his credit, he had a couple other throws like that, not as egregious, but would have. Could have been interceptions, and he bounced back. The fortitude, the mental fortitude that Brock Purdy showed, because let me tell you, they would be coming for his neck right now had they lost that game and he played the way he did. Maybe That's just a fact. Maybe that Baltimore experience when he had that terrible game and, and it snowballed on him at an avalanche, and he realized, like, hey, this is what I should have done that game to reset, and now this is what I need to do in this game to reset. And he did it, dude. Whatever. I, I mean, yeah. He did it in the biggest moment. Yeah, no doubt. We'll continue all your phone calls when we get back on the other side. And remember, it's a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 